اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم سورت سعد سورت سعد is a مکی سورہ and because it's a مکی سورہ the theme is very similar to other مکی سورہs such as سورت صافات which we just completed the emphasis is on توحید prophethood of محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم the mention of the hereafter and of course the prophet صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم is comforted by the example of the previous messengers بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم صاد والقرآن ذی الذکر صاد والقرآن by the Quran that is ذی الذکر that is possessor that is containing of reminder صاد the letter صاد is of the حروف مقطعات and we see a few surahs in the Quran begin with just one of the huruf muqattaat such as surah sad surah qaf and surah noon and these surahs are also named after the harf so sad wal qur'ani wa wa over here is of qasam an oath is being taken by al qur'an the qur'an and the description of the qur'an is the dhikr the Possessor, meaning one containing a dhikr. And dhikr means reminder or message. It has multiple meanings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by the Qur'an, which is a book containing dhikr. Meaning the Qur'an is a book that contains reminder of what? Of fitrah. Every person is born with this awareness that Allah is his Lord. But what happens? This fitrah, it gets corrupt by the society, by shaitan. As a person grows older, as a person goes through life, then he forgets this fitrah. So the Qur'an, it reminds us of who we are, what our purpose is over here, who our Lord is. It's a reminder. Then the word dhikr also means an advice. The Qur'an is a mawr'idha, a beneficial advice for matters relating to our dunya as well as our akhirah. Then dhikr also means mention. The Qur'an is a book that contains mention of people of the past and it also contains mention of the future events as well as the laws that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed. The word dhikr also means honor. So it's a book of honor, meaning it brings honor to those who live by it. In Surah Zukhruf, ayah 44, Allah says, وَإِنَّهُ لَذِكْرُ لَكَ وَلِقَوْمِكَ Indeed, this book is a source of mention, meaning honor for you and also for your people. So, وَالْقُرْآنِ ذِذِّكْرِ This Qur'an which contains dhikr, message, reminder, advice, also honor, What's the message over here? Because every time an oath is taken, there's always a response to that oath. So what's the response? What's the jawab qasam? It's not mentioned. Because it's not required. Because the qasam itself is meaningful. How is it meaningful? The purpose of this qasam, the purpose of this oath, is to highlight the importance of the object by which the oath is being taken. And what is that object? It's the Qur'an. So the objective of this oath is to highlight the importance of the Qur'an. So, Sad وَالْقُرْآنِ ذِذِّكْرِ First, one of the huruf muqatta'at, Sad. Instantly a person is made to think, what is Sad? And then an oath is taken, وَالْقُرْآنِ What is the Qur'an? ذِذِّكْرِ 
it is a message, a reminder, a source of honor. So the meaning is, the Qur'an has dhikr and you have been warned. قَدْ ذُكِرْتُمْ You have been warned. The message has been delivered to you. Because at the end of the previous surah, the mushrikeen of Makkah, their wish was mentioned. And what was that wish? If only we had a dhikr. If only we also had a message, meaning a scripture. So Allah says, وَالْقُرْآنِ ذِذِّكْرِ The dhikr that you were hoping for, that you were wishing for, is now right before you. But what is your response? بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بَلْ rather الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Those who disbelieve. فِي عِزَّةٍ They are in عِزَّةٍ Meaning in pride. وَشِقَاقٍ And in dissension. Opposition. Instead of believing, how are they responding? With pride and opposition. The word عِزَّةٍ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةٍ We learnt. Our عِزَّةٍ belongs to Allah. عِزَّةٍ is the opposite of ذُل. عِزَّةٍ is to be honorable, to have honor. And ذُل to be humble. Rizza is prestige. It is respect. And this can be praiseworthy and it can also be blameworthy. It could be a very positive thing and it can also be a very negative thing. When is it praiseworthy? When is it positive? When someone who really deserves Rizza is described with Rizza. Like for example, we say Rabbil Rizza. This is praise for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alright? But when a person is being arrogant, when this izzah is preventing him from accepting the truth, then this is something negative. So, بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فِي عِزَّةٍ Those who disbelieve are in self-glory. They are in pride. Just as in Surah Baqarah, Ayah 206, we learn, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُ اتَّقِ اللَّهَ أَخَذَتْهُ عِزَّةُ Again, his ego comes over there. So, Izza over here gives a meaning of pride. So, they are in pride, وَشِقَاق And dissension. شِقَاق شِين قَاف قَاف شَقَّ شَقَّ is to break away. And شَقَّ is to oppose, to keep enmity for someone. So, those who disbelieve, they are in شِقَاق Meaning, they are in opposition. To who? To the Prophet ﷺ. You know, one is that you say, you know, with all due respect, I don't agree with you, but we agree to disagree, live and let live. You understand? The mushrikeen of Makkah were not like that. They were too proud to believe, and then they weren't happy with that either. They were in direct opposition to the Prophet ﷺ, to his message. Abu Lahab didn't say, okay, it's his business, he wants to go around, Tell people about Islam, he can go ahead and do that. No, Abu Lahab would follow the Prophet ﷺ. As the Prophet ﷺ would do da'wah, Abu Lahab would do anti-da'wah. So this is shiqaq. So, بَلِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فِي عِزَّةٍ وَشِقَاق They are in disagreement with, they are in direct opposition to the truth. So the Qur'an is full of dhikr. Its benefits are many. And these people are in need of it. However, they are in pride. And because of that pride, they disdain faith. They look down on faith. They refuse to believe. And they remain in opposition. So they keep away from the truth and they also oppose it. فِي عِزَّةٍ وَشِقَاقٍ 
Shikaq over here has also been understood as they are in shikaq among themselves. Meaning the disbelievers are in dissension amongst themselves. Meaning they say contradictory statements about the Prophet One of them says the Prophet is a liar. Another says no, 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 he's not a liar, he's a poet. Another says no, no, this is not poetry, this is magic. Make up your mind. You see, they looked down on Iman, on believing in the Prophet ﷺ. Why? Because they were fi izzah. They thought if we believe, we will lose our honor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the Qur'an is the dhikr. You believe and you will get honor. It's amazing. Honor is by believing in the Qur'an. By living by the Qur'an. Abiding by the Qur'an. But shaitan makes us think that no, if we believe, if we follow, we will lose our izzah. Allah says, Kam ahlakna. How many have we destroyed? Meaning, too many. Kam, kam is a question. How many? It's not that we're being asked for an answer. Rather, this is to express the kathra. Kam ahlakna. Min qablihim Before them Min qarnin Of generation Meaning so many generations We have destroyed before them Them as in the mushrikeen of Makkah And what happened? Fanadaw So they called out Who called out? The deniers When they were being punished When the punishment befell them what did they do? They called out Nadaw Nadaw From the root letters Noon Dal Ya Nida Nida Is to call out To yell out To scream out So they called out Upon Allah Upon their false gods Upon each other Upon anyone In order to be rescued But Allah says Walata And it was not Hina Time Meaning there was no time for what? For manas, for escape. They remained in their denial until the punishment befell them. And when it came upon them, they called out for help. But there was no time for escape. Walata. Wa and lata. Lata is similar to laysa. What does laysa mean? It is not. Lata also means not. However, the ta at the end, remember it's extra for the purpose of mubalawa. Not at all. Walata, and not at all there was hina manas, any time for manas, any time for escape. The word manas is from noon wal sad. Noon wal sad. Nas al faras. What is a faras? Horse. Good. Nas al-faras is when the horse raises its head. Why? When you sit on a horse and you pull the bridle, you're telling the horse it needs to move. It needs to run. So as you pull it, what does the horse do? It raises its head even more. That jerk is as if the first movement in order to set itself in motion. This is similar to how if you're sitting and somebody yells and says, come here. Before you get up, don't you move a little bit, like jerk a little bit? Maybe move back as you're startled? This is nose. This is nose. You understand? 
when you jerk, when you move back a little, in order to set yourself in motion. This is similar to how when you're about to participate in a race, as you're about to run, before you run, you know, your feet kind of go back a little, and then you start running. So this is the word naus. From this, it is said, nasa yanusu, meaning a person he retreated in order to run away. Zara, farra. He retreated, he turned aside in order to run away. Run away from who? From an opponent, from an enemy. Manius is someone who escapes, who manages to get away from the enemy. So, وَلَا تَحِينَ manas. Manas then, the word manas, can be understood in two ways. Firstly, as a masdar, as a noun. Okay? Masdar, as a noun. Manas, to prepare oneself for motion. To prepare oneself in order to escape. To prepare oneself in order to get away from your opponent. So, وَلَا تَحِينَ manas. Forget about getting away. There was no time to even get ready to get away. There was no time to even get ready to escape the punishment. وَلَا تَحِينَ manas, Because it came without warning, all of a sudden, from where they could not expect. وَلَا تَحِينَ manas. Secondly, the word manas can be understood as ism zarf, meaning a noun of place or time. So حِينَ manas would mean there was no place, no time to escape. وَلَا تَحِينَ مَنَاصٍ Now look at this ayah again. كَمْ أَهْلَكْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ مِنْ قَرْنٍ فَنَادَوْ وَلَا تَحِينَ مَنَاصٍ And you connect this with the previous verses. The Qur'an is ذِذِّكْر Instead of believing, these people are in izzah and shiqaq. What are they doing? Don't they realize the one who destroyed the people before them can also destroy them? In Surah Al-Anbiya, Ayah 11, Allah says, وَكَمْ قَصَنَّا مِنْ قَرْيَةٍ كَانَتْ ظَالِمَةً How many a qarya were destroyed who were ظَالِمَةً They were oppressive. So, at the time when the punishment came upon them, they called out, نَادَوْ They called out for what? For help. Or they called out, meaning they declared their faith. Just as Fir'aun, when he was drowning, he said, I believe. But it was of no use. So, O people of Mecca, will you not take lesson? Wa'ajibu. And instead, they wonder. Instead of believing, what do they do? They wonder. On that, ja'ahum. That he has come to them. Who has come to them? Munvirun, a warner. Minhum, from them. Meaning a human being from their neighborhood, he has come to them as a warner. This is what they find very strange. And they just sit there wondering. Ajibu. The word ajibu from ajab. Ajab is to find something amazing. And this could be due to inkar or due to istihsan. Inkar, denial. Meaning, you find something so strange, you say it's not possible. This is impossible. It's like your mind is not accepting it. Because things that are normal, do we accept them? Very easily. But things that are very unusual, 
Why do we wonder? Why do we think about them? Why are we amazed by them? Because we are in denial of them. You understand? Like for example, if you were to read somewhere, speeding costs for being 10 kilometers an hour over, meaning if you're over by 10 of the speed limit, then the fine is let's say $5,000 or $10,000. Would you be shocked? Would you find that strange? That no, not possible. Because you're in denial of it. How is it possible that if you're over by 10 kilometers an hour, you're being charged $10,000 or $5,000? There's something wrong over here. Isn't it? You're in denial of it. This is why you keep thinking about it and you don't forget it. This is ajab. Another reason for ajab is istihsan. You find something really nice. You find something too beautiful, too good. And you cannot stop thinking about it. You're amazed by it. So it's out of appreciation. Over here, what kind of ajab is it that the people of Makkah were in? The first one, out of inkar. That how is it that a warner has come to us from among us, a human being like us, from our neighborhood, from our tribe? وَقَالَ الْكَافِرُونَ And the disbelievers say, هَذَا This, meaning this man, this mundur, is sahirun, a magician, kathab, a liar. This is what they said about the Prophet ﷺ. He was a prophet from among them, whose character was well known, reputation was well established. Still they ascribed him with these two evil attributes. Sihr and Kadib. What is Sihr? Magic. And magic is something evil. It's never done for good purposes, is it? It's evil because it harms people. And Kadib, lying... Even that harms people. So they said, هَذَا سَاحِرٌ كَذَّابٌ They further said, Oh, what? جَعَلَ الْآلِهَةِ He has made all gods into إِلَهًا وَاحِدًا Into one God. They expressed their amazement over here. How is it possible? How could he have done this? That all of the gods, he has made them into one God? Is that what the Prophet ﷺ did? No, what he said was that all divine powers are in who? One God, because there is only one God. It's not that there is a God of the sun and a God of the moon and a God of fertility and a God of this and that. No, he said all powers are with who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the mushrikeen, they believed in multiple gods. Too many gods. So they found this very strange that how is it possible that one God could have all powers? They found Tawheed strange. They said, how is it possible that one God could possess all of these attributes? What do we say? It is possible because He is God. I mean, that's what makes Him God. Right? People are such that if one is you know, very, very forgiving, then they don't know how to be just. And if one is very just, then they don't know how to be forgiving and kind. We have this imbalance, we have this imperfection, because we are creation, we are incomplete, we need one another. And God is perfect. So they said, أَجَعَلَ الْآلِهَةَ إِلَهًا وَاحِدًا إِنْ هَذَا They said, this indeed, surely it is لَشَيْءٌ Surely a thing that is عُجَاب Extremely strange You see the word عُجَاب It's not عَجِيب عَجِيب is strange And عُجَاب 
What do you think ujab is? Very, very strange. Ujab, it's more profound than ajib. And ujab is that which provokes wonder. Meaning, it's something that crosses all bounds of wonder and amazement. So the mushrikeen of Makkah, this was their real problem. It was the message that they did not like. They didn't want to leave their idols. They didn't want to leave their multiple gods. And what's amazing here is that even the mushrikeen understood tawheed, the essence of tawheed. And what was that essence? That all divine powers are with who? Allah the Exalted. But it's amazing how even Muslims today don't comprehend this. Which is why when you know they need a child, instead of making dua to Allah, they'll go to somebody else. When they need some other problem to be removed from them, they'll go to something else. They'll go to a grave or a saint or something. Somebody else. The mushrikeen understood tawheed. How come we cannot understand tawheed? What is tawheed? There is only one God, ilahan wahidan. One talaqa. And he went on. Who? Al-mala'u. The eminent, the chiefs, the leaders. Minhum among them. وَانْطَلَقَ الْمَلَأُ مِنْهُمْ انطلقه. What does انطلقه mean? انطلاق To set out, to depart So after listening to the Qur'an And saying what they had said about the Qur'an About the Prophet ﷺ What did they do? They left And as they left They said to each other Or they said to their followers On that أُمْشُ أَنِمْشُ Mashi. What does mashi mean? To walk. And mashi ala tariq is to continue upon one's way. Meaning to continue to do one's action or work to carry on. So animshu meaning carry on your lifestyle, your deen. Don't leave it. Don't listen to Muhammad wasallam. Don't accept his deen. And Mashi also means Mashi bil qadam is to walk away. So they said to each other, walk away, meaning don't continue to sit here and don't keep on listening to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Because if you keep listening to him, you're going to get affected. So get up and go. Don't sit here. Don't listen to him. So أَنِمْشُوا وَاصْبِرُوا And they also said to each other or their followers, إِصْبِرُوا Be patient. Be patient over what? عَلَىٰ آلِهَتِكُمْ Over your gods. Be patient over your gods, meaning in defense of your gods. Stand by them. Adhere firmly to their worship. And they said, إِنَّ هَذَا Indeed this is, meaning Muhammad wasallam's deen, it is لَشَيْءٌ Surely something that is يُرَادُ It is intended. يُرَادُ from irada. Ra waudal irada is intention. يُرَادُ It was intended. Meaning this is all planned. It's designed. There's a plan behind these words. Meaning, there's something fishy here. The real intention is something else. He is impressing us with his speech, but in reality he has some plot to destroy us. He wants to overthrow our leadership and take over us as a king. So if you look at this ayah, 
you can see a whole scene. How the mushrikeen, they were listening to the Prophet ﷺ, and they're wondering, thinking in their hearts, إِنَّ هَذَا لَشَيْءٌ عُجَابٌ This is something very strange. And then they get up frustrated, the leaders amongst them especially, and as they're walking away, they say to each other, or they say to their followers, أَنِمْشُوا وَاصْبِرُوا عَلَىٰ آلِهَتِكُمْ إِنَّ هَذَا لَشَيْءٌ يُرَادٌ This is all planned. There is a hidden agenda over here. The word yuradu, inna hadha lashayun yuradu, can also be understood in another way. Indeed, this is something intended. What does that mean? It is something intended, meaning Muhammad really means what he is saying. In other words, what he is saying, what he is reciting, is going to have some effect. These are very powerful words, they're not empty words. So, before that happens, get up and leave. Don't keep listening to him. You'll get brainwashed. They said, مَا سَمِعْنَا We have not heard بِهَذَا of this, meaning of this creed, of this religion, of prophethood, of revelation, of tawheed, of the oneness of God. They're convincing each other. So they say, we've never heard of this. In the creed, which creed? Al-Akhirah, the last one, meaning the latest one. In other words, the religion that we have always been upon, the religion of our forefathers, we've never heard of anything like this. That there would be a prophet, or that there is one God. They said, in هَذَا This is nothing إِلَّا except اِخْتِلَاق A fabrication. اِخْتِلَاق خَا لَامْ and ikhtilaq is invention, meaning something that has been concocted, something that has been made up. Ikhtilaqa is to contrive, to devise something falsely. So in hadha illa ikhtilaq, they say that Muhammad ﷺ has fabricated all of this. Now when they deny tawheed, they also deny prophethood. They said, a unzila, a what? Unzila, it has been revealed. Alayhi upon him, a dhikru, the message, min baynina, from between all of us. Meaning, out of all of us, how is it that the message has been given to him? Why him? Why not someone more noble? You understand the objection here? Was he the only one left? Why him? This is how arrogant the mushrikeen were. They thought they were more worthy of revelation than Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In Surah Al-Zukhruf, Ayah 31, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَالُوا لَوْ لَا نُزِّلَ هَذَا الْقُرْآنُ عَلَىٰ رَجُلٍ مِّنَ الْقَرْيَتَيْنِ عَظِيمٍ They said, how come the Qur'an was not revealed to one of the other great guys, great men? You see, their claim that he was not the noblest of them was a lie. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was indeed the most noble among them. The Prophet ﷺ himself said in a hadith in Muslim that in Allah astafa bani Ismail. Allah chose the children of Ismail. Wastafa min bani Ismail kinana. From bani Ismail, Allah chose the tribe of Kinana. Wastafa min kinana Quraysh. And then further from Kinana, Allah chose Quraysh. Wastafa min Quraysh bani Hashim. And Allah chose from the Quraysh the Banu Hashim. Wastafani min bani Hashim. And Allah chose me from the Banu Hashim. So the Prophet ﷺ, definitely his lineage was very noble. So what the people said over here, أُنزِلَ عَلَيْهِ ذِكْرُ مِنْ بَيْنِنَا This is nothing but a lie. 
And the thing is that if they are saying that the Qur'an should have come on someone else, the fact that they're saying it should have come to someone else, what are they saying? It is possible for revelation to be given to man. Isn't it? They're acknowledging that. So then by their logic, if it could come to somebody else, then it could also come to Muhammad Right? So focus on the message. This is why Allah says, Belhum fi shakkim min dhikri. Rather they are in doubt about my message. They are in shak, they are in doubt. Because if they understood the message, then it didn't matter who it came to. They should be paying attention to the message. Balamma. Look at how the warning becomes so severe. Balamma yaduku adabi. Rather, the problem is that they have not yet tasted my punishment. Adabi. The the kasra at the end indicates mine. Meaning, had they, if they would taste the punishment, they would not say such things. In Surah Al-An'am, Ayah 124, Allah says, Allahu Allah knows best where He should place His prophethood. Meaning He knows who is most worthy of it. And He gave it to the one most deserving and worthy of mankind. The one who was best in His character, in His devotion, in His determination, in His patience. He really possessed the best qualities that a human being can possess. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahmanir كم أهلكنا من قبلهم من قرن فنادوا ولا تحين مناص وعجبوا أن جاءهم منذر منهم وقال الكافرون هذا ساحر كذاب أجعل الآلهة إلها واحدا إن هذا لشيء عجاب وانطلق الملأ منهم أن امشوا واصبروا على آلهتكم إِنَّ هَذَا لَشَيْءٌ يُرَادٌ مَا سَمِعْنَا بِهَذَا فِي الْمِلَّةِ الْآخِرَةِ إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا اخْتِلَاقٌ أَأُنْزِلَ عَلَيْهِ الذِّكْرُ مِنْ بَيْنِنَا بَلْ هُمْ فِي شَكٍ مِنْ ذِكْرِي بَلْ لَمَّا يَذُوقُوا عَذَابٍ